tonight from wherever in the world you are listening. Give a big hand for your host. How's it going? Thanks for clicking on this show. I'm your host, Ainsley Blakely May, and they say dignity comes at a price. Well, I've made it my job to find out exactly what that price is. So of course, I need a little help with my experiment. So I've invited a guest to join me on this episode of Price Tag Pop. And welcome to Price Tag Pod, where we attempt to put a price tag on your dignity. I'm your host, Ainsley Blakely May, and I'm joined by my guest for this evening. My next guest has an extremely recognizable voice. Well, it is if you listen to this show. His vocal range is 10 times more diverse than his diet, which is both impressive and sad. Ladies and gentlemen, Price Tag Pod's announcer, the leanest cut of Wagyu known to man, a carnivorous Joe Hedges. How are you doing, buddy? That's me. I'm doing okay. Yeah, I'm glad you identified with your own name. Mm-hmm. Well done. So, what's this talk of meat that we've been uh, going back and forth with? What, what's what's your problem with vegetables? Um, I mean, I don't mind vegetables, but it's just the fact that um, when I was younger, uh, the way that my mother would cook them would make them absolutely rancid. <laughs> so, like ever since then, every every time I I see carrots or something on a plate, like. I'm hesitant, but I will. Um, I will eat them, of course. But it's just, it just brings back the bad memories of seeing like the most dry carrot I've ever seen. <laughs> and it, it is just. Ugh. I mean, in my background, it's normally just. It's always just boiled. People don't know how to fucking cook veg. They just throw it in water. Like there you go. Mm, yeah. It's your fucking peasant food. It just makes it soggy and tasteless and mushy. It's 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 just not nice. It's shitty. Uh, I mean, there's so many better ways of doing it. I tried to make um, bacon using carrots today, mm. which I fucking burnt, and it smelled disgusting. So that's something I'm never doing again. What's your least favorite vegetable? I have to ask. Oh, um, I mean, it's either going to be Brussels sprouts or it's going to be sweet. I think sweet is a vegetable. What do we call that in Sweden? I'm confused. We don't call it that because that's us. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need our kind. Mm-hmm. I think it's kale. It's a, it's a type of kale, I think. It's a fruit, uh, it's a root vegetable with what I'm seeing. But generally speaking, the way my mother would make them is she would like mash down into like a sort of mashed potato sort of style of thing. Yep. And uh, it was it, it was one of the grossest things I've ever eaten. <laughs> and, it's, and every single time I see it on a plate, I'm just like, you dare put that filth upon my plate? <laughs> you would be judged. Isn't that like rutabaga? Isn't that the fancy word for it? The Americans call it that? I've got no fucking clue. Of course you don't. You, you don't study don't study your enemy, do you? I hate this thing. Let's research it. <laughs> you ready for your first question, Joe? Go for it. Okay, let's start with something simple. Um, do you want to do in pounds or dollars? We'll do it in pounds because that's what we used to. Yeah, exactly. I have both options. We can do it in ruples as well if you want to. Ruples? <laughs> Let us pretend like we are in the Legend of Zelda for a second. Would you like this Rupur, sir? I, I, there's, a, there's a Louis C.K. bit that I love where he said, like, years ago, like, when it was just fucking peasants and, and, and no woman, you would just be like, oh, I want 10 horses, I want this and this and this and this, and they would just throw you a sack full of coins. They wouldn't even count it. It's like, me, 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 take me. my coins. This should be sufficient. Me, me. I love that so much. 
Here's a great part. Uh, okay, let's do pounds. So for £7.50, Joe, would you drink a cup of water from a newly installed toilet? Yeah, of course. Yeah, right. Like, no one's used that toilet. It's brand new. Brand new. Yeah. I, I never saw a problem. Um, a lot of guests I've asked this to thought it was disgusting. If it was a used toilet, then yeah, sure, there would be a problem with that. But if it's like brand spanking new, no one's used it, it's just been installed. Like, that water is as clean as it's going to be when it comes to that sort of stuff. And, you know, like, I, I believe it uses the same water that it uses in, like, taps and everything. Yeah, probably. So, you know, when people drink tap water and then say, oh, no, I won't, you know, drink, a, drink water from a brand spanking new toilet, you know, it's, it's dumb. Hypocritical. Exactly. It's a toilet racist. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> toilet, toiletrist. Okay, I mean, I I think for the sounds of things, me and you're on the same page. So I would I would do that for free. You'd probably do that for free. So we can just do a different question if you like. I'm sure. Well, I wasn't sure how screamish you'd be. So for seven pound fifty, would you spit into somebody's beer? Um, <sighs> we're in a pretty busy bar. You'll probably do it without looking. I mean, there's the, there is a chance you might get caught, but it depends on how shrewd you are. Well, it's just as someone who used to be a bartender, and as someone who put has like massive pride in that sort of work like i would never bring myself to do it i mean you're not the bartender here <laughs> if i'm not the bartender fuck it you know you're a patron you just uh... if, if, if i mean if i'm a patron i don't really like go out too much when it comes to bars so i can very easily just just avoid that bar from then on yeah yeah fuck it why not yeah 750 would you want to do it for five no seven pound fifty no less okay let's call 750 I don't mind. I was going to make you uh, throw a d20 and uh, roll for stealth, but... Uh... Oh, gee, well, we do have dice. Yeah, we can do that. Roll for stealth. Let's see if he punches you in the face. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if he does, I'm... Uh, uh, I am... Uh, I am trained in the art of combat. Let me get my dice out. <laughs> oh, shall we use the vomit one? Use what? Um, I have a dice that's like really disgustingly coloured, so I just call it vomit. The vomit dice. Yeah, I feel that that is um, exactly to what we're... Ooh, 12. Yeah, okay, you did it stealthily. Nicely done. Yeah, plus, you know, plus whatever this <laughs> is I might have. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not aware of your stealthy abilities, so yeah, I'd say... That's uh, well, I always seem to... Um, I can very easily walk out of a party without anyone realising, so... Yeah... I, I get like that too. Yeah, I mean, it's just like everyone's like talking to other people and I'm just there like, I don't really enjoy this sort of atmosphere, so I'm just going to go. You do realise when I asked you what was your least favourite vegetable, that wasn't just polite conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I understand that. You understand my, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, basically, I understand your thought process. I drill um, for weaknesses and then I attack my guests. That's, that's the method of the show. Not entirely sure if you know this. Well, now I do, but... It would be disappointing if I just gave you nothing. Yeah, it would be. I've, I've just done this before with people that haven't filled out a form, and I'm like, oh, now I have to just do vanilla questions to people. Like, yeah, like random crap, yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got to know what you don't like, otherwise what's the point, yeah? Joe, £18.80. You ready? Go for it. Mm. £18.80, would you eat a small bowl of piri-piri fried Brussels sprouts? Piri-piri fried Brussels sprouts? No. Because... 
Right. Here's the thing. Peri-peri. Spicy. Yes. Blood of sprouts. Make you fart. Spicy things and me do not get along. So much so that even like a couple hours after I've eaten something even mildly spicy, I'm already on the toilet, like, like re- regretting my decision. So it's a gastronomical thing. It's not a flavor thing. That's a problem. Well, the flavor thing as well, because I fucking like, like hate the burning sensation, but I can get past that. That's fine. But it's just in terms of like, if I'm going to be very farty and I know that, that, um, that, that spice goes through my, through my body extremely quickly, I'm not going to be trusting anything for like the next like three or four days. How about, how about 20 pounds and you can have five peri peri fried Brussels sprouts? Make it 25. 23? 24. 2350? 24, no less. 24. Okay. Just under £5 per Brussels sprout. I haven't actually eaten Brussels sprouts in fucking ages. I avoid them like the plague. Is it just the... Is it the windiness you just don't approve of? or what? Oh, no, I mean, like... I am a man who uh, who enjoys his farts, yeah. but it's just the fact that um, like the taste is absolutely rancid. I, f- I, I can't get, I, I just can't. Huh. I really like them. Um, only now, I hated them as a kid because again, your, mm. your your parents are like, "What the fuck do you boil everything, mum?" Yeah, exactly. Just fry fry it. Uh, give me some oil, some butter, something tasty. Don't just fucking boil it and expect the flavor to do wonders, you know. Mm. The only thing I'm hoping when when it comes to like the peri peri uh, Brussels sprouts is the fact that the, the spice would overwhelm the flavor of the Brussels sprout. Yeah, to a point where you know it's actually edible. Exactly. And by edible, I mean like barely because the spice. Yeah, I mean I could always allow you to have a yoda, yogurt or a cup of milk on the side if it's really a problem. Mm. Does that really even help you in the long run? Uh, well, I I know milk does make it a li- little better. Because I know water just enhances, enhances <laughs> yeah, it, like it makes it worse. But I believe like the the thickness of the milk and everything does make it better. I've seen I've seen a lot of hot ones with Sean Evans. Oh yeah, and like people are like yeah, water doesn't technically do anything, but it kind of does for me. You know, I guess it depends on the person. Yeah, most likely. It's just with with what I've also seen, like when people use like water to try and get like um, pepper spray out of their eyes. That makes oh. that just makes it worse, apparently. Oh, Who, who's telling you this? <laughs> I mean, I've seen it. Okay, like I've watched people get pepper sprayed and be like, "Yeah, go to water." It's, like, it's not working. It's just getting worse. <laughs> Sorry is a tough place. Mm. It sounds it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just there, just, just fucking laughing at them. Yeah. At that point, because I'm English. Like, if anyone's in pain, I'm laughing at it. I really miss Harry Hill when he did um, You've Been Framed. Oh. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time since. Yeah, I think Harry Hill has a podcast now. Do you know that? I don't know, actually. I, yeah. I haven't seen anything of, of, of Harry Hill in such a long time. But, but um, oh, like, I, I always used to watch his stuff because he also had like a, a, a TV show as well. It, it wasn't Burp. just TV Burp, that's it. Yeah. Yes. I love that. But the thing is with Harry Hill, if I was like scrolling through the channels and he came on, I would stop. But there's no fucking way I'm searching his name for a podcast, you know? Oh, you know. Uh, that's the problem now is you have to search for shit. I mean, I, I prefer, prefer TV where... The... I liked it when everything was done for me. <laughs> yes. All inclusive. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, are you a film guy? Do you like 80s movies? Uh, not really. Like, I'm not even a recent movie guy. Like, the most recent movie I've seen was uh, Avengers Endgame. No, I'm a Netflix guy. Again, I just pay the money. I'm like, show me what you got. Show me mm. what you got, you know. Show me what you've got. Yeah. <laughs> I will say in terms of, like, most recent Netflix things I've seen and watched like, the whole thing through, Witcher. I fucking love that show. Okay. Oh, it's so good. No, I haven't seen. I've seen Queen's oh, Gambit. That was good. Witcher. But Witcher's based on a book, right? Which is based on a game. Oh, yeah. The Polish game. game, right? Polish? I don't I don't know. I, I haven't played the games myself. I just thought, oh, this looks interesting. Watched it. I was like, holy fuck. This is yeah. amazing. No, my uh, Polish friend told me that it's Polish. But I mean, that's just classic. Isn't it? Hey, that's us. We did that. <laughs> that's our game. Well, I mean, he could be right. He could be wrong. Either way, it's a popular game. It's a popular game franchise. I had no idea. Okay, are you um, are you a dog person? Oh yes, I love dogs. Not that you're half dog or half person. I mean, you're a person that enjoys mm, dogs. No, I, I, I fucking love dogs so much. That's good. I'm just trying to feel feel around to see which question I'm going to ask you. Thirty-seven pound fifty. Would you let a dog lick peanut butter off your lips for thirty seconds? Yes. A minute. Yes. Wow. Okay. You don't care. I, I really don't care because a dog's tongue is, is more clean than, than most other people's mouths. Most people don't lick their own buttholes. You, you do realize that it cleans itself and everything. Well, the butthole? No, like the <laughs> tongue and everything. Like, as soon as the tongue, like, as soon as the dog, you know, licks its own butt, it, it's not like that tongue um, permanently has fucking butt, like, you know, like a butt stench on it. Yeah, but it's more the the knowledge that you know where it's been. I think that's what people are more screamish of. Yeah, I I shake people's hands knowing that they've most likely done some fiddling in their <laughs> own time and haven't haven't washed their hands. My my favorite part of you saying that sentence was Zoom kind of cut out on me a minute, and when you said fiddling, when fiddling, it was, it was yeah, it felt like the the Zoom was fiddling with itself. It couldn't quite exactly. But it's, but it's just the fact that, like, um, yeah, shaking someone, like, you know, letting a, a dog lick my lips is, is pretty much, like, the same sort of thing as shaking someone's hand when they haven't washed after having a good time by themselves. Okay, then. So, should we say £20 for a minute of dog licking? Whoa. £35, you said. At 30 seconds. I feel like we keep that and we double, and you doubling there. You know, I feel like that's fair enough. Thirty-five pounds for one minute. Okay. I feel like that's fair enough. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. I'm quite uh, liberal with these things sometimes. I understand your tactics, and they will not work on me. They will. Yeah, maybe we'll see. I've been practicing this. I mean, this is my oh god, maybe eighth or ninth show. All right, come on. How long have you? Uh, how long have you been watching pro wrestling for? Oh, years. Ever since I was a kid. Me too. I had a big gap when I was like a, in my teenage years, but then I came back like maybe four or five years ago, hmm. and um, a few years ago I, I decided to uh, to do some pro wrestling training. Oh wow! How'd it go? <laughs> How'd it go? Well, um, I do have natural ability in it. And that's what they t- and that's what even the uh, wrestling teachers told me is the fact that you know I, I pick things up really quickly, 
and I'm not really afraid to 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 learn something new. You're going to be the next William Regal. Well, I haven't been for about a year or so because of you know um, very understandable reasons. Yeah, very touchy, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is very touchy. It it's kind of hard to. To, to do pro wrestling when you when you can't be within six feet of your opponent, I would say it's being touchy professionally. If if I was to push it that way, mm. you were literally touching people professionally. As re- well, that sounds that sounds gross, but wrestling is very much like. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah, no, it's physical. It's very physical. Yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been watching WWF up through until it was about ten years ago. I stopped watching. John Cena was the top guy. You had Batista. You had. <laughs> Can see me. But uh, who's your wrestling icon? Who have you loved? Oh, Undertaker. Did you see his uh, Joe Rogan uh, episode? I haven't seen it, no, but I've um, seen some, some news about the things that he said, and a lot of wrestling people aren't happy. Oh, really? No. Okay, uh, please tell me. I mean, I've watched the whole clip, but I haven't seen any um, feedback, like any controversy. Well, it's because I believe he said the fact that um, everyone in the in the locker rooms currently like aren't like you know real men because like yes. you know uh, people are like playing video games in, in the locker room and everything like that. You know, chatting when back in the old days, you know, they had like knives and guns and stuff like like um, in in their uh, bags and everything. That's exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was saying like. Uh, he paused before he said this stuff was kind of like, I'm going to regret saying this, but nowadays people are much softer. Yeah, exactly. That sort of thing. Wrestling in the 80s, men were men, you know? Yeah, that to me is just like uh, ignorance talking because times have changed. And, you know, back then um, in, the, in the locker room, things were a lot more heated yep. and things were more personal, whereas things now, it's a lot more professional. You know, um, people were close friends to one another and everything like that. There were even people getting married. Uh, yeah. In the wrestling, uh, in the wrestling scene, I mean, look at Andrade and Charlotte Flair; they're married. Look at Selena Vega, who was recently fired, and uh, Alistair Black; they're married. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he's he's very interesting the way he puts it across. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Times have changed. Um, when he's talking about like his first show in like 1991, I think, and he's saying the progression from then, and even getting to that point, he was waiting in the lobby of some place. Like this local, because when he started, it was basically communities of wrestling. There wasn't a big WWE at the time. Mm-hmm. So he was in like his local local area and he was sitting in the lobby for six months until someone actually spoke to him to invite him to wrestle. Yeah. Like, and he said, nowadays you have this place down in Florida where like it's a big training agency. Triple H is running it, for example. Mm-hmm. And if they think you're good, they give you a contract. It's that simple. Yeah, but it's probably, it's probably not that simple. I, I don't no, think it, it, it isn't that simple because they have to see the fact that um, you are willing to learn. That's one of the biggest things because um, some people, I've even seen it when I've done uh, training. Um, there are some people who do do a mistake and then they do it again, and then the teacher will say like, "Hey, you're doing this. Don't do that. You, sh- you should be doing this." And then that person goes ahead and does it again. That's when uh, that's when um, teachers will get mad because you have to show the fact that you're willing to learn in yeah. order to show the fact that you can be a good wrestler. Mistakes can cost a lot of problems. It's like Stone Cold, oh, Steve, exactly. Stone Cold Steve Austin's neck, for example. Yeah. Did you ever see that being broken? Yeah. Um, one small thing. Um, if um, if Owen Hurt had gone to his knees in, instead of sitting down, then Stone Cold would have been fine. But uh, Owens wasn't used to having someone in that sort of power drive position. 
Yeah. Bad practicing and exactly, yeah. And if someone isn't willing to learn how how to make things safe for themselves and other people, then they don't then they don't deserve to be in the business. Yeah, and Undertaker was talking. It's as simple as that. Undertaker was talking a lot about the mid two thousands when a lot of when MMA just started growing two thousand five two thousand six it was becoming this mm-hmm. big thing, and there were some wrestlers kind of dabbling going into MMA now and again to try out. And they're all kind of like, fuck you guys, you're fake, it's entertainment, it's not real anymore. And Undertaker's still defending it now in 2021 mm-hmm. about like, it's still professional wrestling. It's still, it's more performance-based. It's, like, it's like a dance. Yeah. I mean, it's a really good episode once you get a chance to actually watch it. Yeah, I would definitely watch it. But it's just the fact that I know that particular comment that Undertaker made went down very negatively um, in, well, you know, in the business. I'm going to have to change the question. Okay, seventy-five pounds, Joe. Would you read Shakespeare aloud in the library, and then once kicked out, do it at a funeral service? No. What's the issue? Um, I really hate it when I am at the centre of attention in terms of like unwanted attention. So if I'm going into a library, they may like to be or not to be. Like that's that's attention I don't want. And then doing it at a funeral, when I've been to funerals myself and knowing just how... Um, somber. J- yeah, just how somber it is and, um, and understanding everyone is there to appreciate the life that someone has had. Yeah. It would simply rub me the wrong way, as well as possibly making it so I get beaten the fuck up by like 20 people at the same time. Okay, how about we say 70 pounds and all you got to do is read it in the library. Uh, sure. I'll hate it, but sure. Fifty pounds. Sixty-nine point sixty-nine. <laughs> don't don't tempt me with these numbers. Sixty-eight point sixty-nine. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. We'll go with that. Gonna really fuck up my maths later on. <laughs> I really enjoy it when people come on with the same interest as me with wrestling and stuff. It's been it's oh, been yeah. so long since I've talked about like old school WWE. Yeah, I would say re- like the recent um, WWE. Like there are some things that are really bad, but then some things that are like really fucking good. Like the, some of the best things they've done in a long time. I haven't watched it in so many years, so I have no idea. I'm saying, like, right now, what they're doing in terms of, like, right now, SmackDown is the best it's ever been. Oh, wow. I remember Raw being the best. No, Raw right now is fucking dog shit. It's so bad. Like, so many storylines on Raw are just, like, terrible. Huh. NXT is also absolutely amazing. Like, if you had to come back and watch it, I would definitely recommend watching NXT and watching SmackDown. Those are two of the best, like, wrestling shows, like, today. ECW, is that still going? No, ECW is n- no... ECW's come. Bye-bye. That was quick. Sayonara, see you later. I mean, I remember uh, Bobby Lashley when he was some champion and then he got drafted yeah. over to w- e- ECW. That, was like, wasn't, that wasn't ECW. Like, that wasn't the original ECW. No, it was... It, it was the next ECW and it was crap. I never watched the original ECW. Mm. Oh, man. I want to talk to you about your eating habits. Have you just been put off vegetables because of your parents or like could you discover it yourself that you enjoyed eating meat more have your family been pushing meat on you more i mean i don't mind vegetables now mm-hmm. like 
I won't go out and actively buy them. But if someone puts them on a plate, I'll eat them. I've, I've just enjoyed the taste um, of protein more. Okay. Like, when someone makes a really good chicken, oh, so nice. Like, and a nice steak as well. Like, I just like the flavours in meat more than, like, anything else. Unless it's sweets. Yeah, oh man, yeah. I have a real sugar problem. I used to have a sugar Bartenders, we have sugar problems. <laughs> yeah, I, st- I still do. Like, um, as we're talking right now, I'm, I'm currently reaching over to, to a nice chocolate bar. Oh, I'm more of a soda guy, man. I, I, I mean, working in a bar and having, like, cola on tap used to be one of the most oh, dangerous yeah. things. And peanuts, man. Just chasing that sugar salt high all the time. Bar work is so good for us, but so bad for us at the same time. Mm. We get everything that we want, but it's not good for us. No, it is. And it's also strange that the most like socially awkward people I've ever met are bartenders. You said yeah. yourself, you don't like center of attention, but we make good bartenders. Yeah, like, I don't mind talking to people and that sort of stuff. But if the spotlight's on me, I'm just going to walk away. I don't like it. So for £188, Joe, would you be vegan for two weeks? No, I can't. You know there's a lot of amazing fake meats out there. It's just the fact that I know I'll subconsciously eat something meat-oriented without realizing. What do you mean? Like, when I wake up, I always go down and like have a snack, whether that's like a sausage roll or something like that. Oh, like, yeah. I'm, I'm not really thinking. Yeah. So I just know one of those days I'm gonna be absolutely fucking sleep deprived. I'm gonna gonna go down and be like, oh, ooh, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about you get um, food delivered to your house and it's all 100 percent vegan food and you're not allowed to buy anything for two weeks? Um, it can even be pre-cooked and pre-packed for you. Meals on wheels. Pre-cooked, yes. Pre-cooked, yes. Like I don't know how to cook that well. Okay. So anything that is new to me, especially vegan stuff, like I don't know how to, like like how to cook it well enough. Someone is giving you a block of tofu and I was like, what 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 am I doing? Do I do I eat this? <laughs> what the fuck do I do with this? <laughs> it looks like someone's just fucking put their jizz in a fucking cube and put it in the freezer for like an hour. <laughs> fucking hell. Tastes like that too. Fuck. Okay, how about 170 pounds and two weeks for vegan food and it gets delivered to your house? Yeah, sure, I'll do that. 150? 164. 64 is my favorite number, so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> like, the, like the Nintendo 64. Yes, exactly like that. Mario 64 is my favorite game of all time. Mario 64 was the first game I ever played. Yeah, one of mine too. And then Pokemon Snap. Yes! I'm waiting for that on VR. <laughs> well, there's a fucking brand new one coming out, isn't there, on the Switch? Coming out fucking April this year. I had no idea. When I first saw the trailer for it, I was like, I've been waiting 20 <laughs> years for this! <laughs> I, I had no idea. That's so good. Oh um, yeah, no. There's so much. There's like in terms of like the Switch. There's so many good good games coming out um, this year. Monster Hunter, uh, Monster Hunter Rise, Monster Hunter Stories Two, Pokemon Snap, possibly other things that I don't know about. But I don't give a fuck. Just give me those three games, and you won't see me out of my house for the next fucking two years. The first that the first week of me hearing about what VR was, I was like, they need to do Pokemon Snap. It's ready. Hmm. Yeah, it's already set up. 
it's first yeah. person. You're gonna be. It's gonna be incredible. I don't it's know. Just that, the fact that I, I don't, don't know if um, if that Nintendo will be happy putting their product on VR because it isn't on a Nintendo console. Ha. I hate politics like that. I mean, to be honest, what what Nintendo have been doing recently when it comes to like their business practices have been absolutely fucking terrible. Have you heard of all the uh, all the um, uproar about it? No, but feel free to fill us in. I know that the copyrights on Nintendo is insane. Yeah, yeah, no, the copyrights are absolute dog shit. Um, basic speaking, um, there was a tournament, a mainly an ultimate tournament for for, for Smash Brothers. Yes, uh, that was going to be happening, and they were going to be using a certain um, a program for a emulated version of Melee. So people could play it online, so they could do the tournament safely in in everyone's houses because of the whole COVID situation. Yep. And when Nintendo heard of this, they were like, "Yeah, no, sorry, this isn't happening." DMCA strike and everything. Okay. So basically, um, Nintendo had basically forced it so that um, they couldn't do a melee or ultimate in a time when it's extremely dangerous. Um, for people to be in, in the same room with each other. And everyone lost their fucking shit about it as well. And uh, there was also a Splatoon tournament where a whole bunch of names were like uh, hashtag free melee and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And they even cancelled that as well because of it. Wow. That's authoritarian as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention the fact that they, uh, they brought out remade versions of Sunshine 64 and Galaxy um, on the same... Uh, game, which is not only limited edition because it's being, because it's going to stop being made I believe sometime this year, sometime early this year, but they also put like a £50 price tag on it when barely anything has been changed in the games themselves. Oh. That, that's... If they, yeah, if they improved the graphics of the games and made it like a completely different experience, like if they made Sunshine more graphically better I would I would pay fifty pounds for that game alone. Absolutely, I mean the the gameplay is a phenomenal thing, and yeah. I would love to see it in graf- good graphics. But they practically got three emulated versions of the games, put it on an official like an official um, game, and said, "Hey, buy this for fifty fucking pounds or whatever it was." Like it's 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 disgusting. That makes me mad. I'm not happy <laughs> when you consider how much effort and work that. Um... Cyberpunk 2077 put into their game over the years. And it's still crap. Yeah. But at least they tried. <laughs> they put the effort in. And I don't think, I don't know how much they were selling it for, but probably not anywhere near 50 pounds, no? Um, I don't know, but I do know that they also had a bit, a bit of a scandal themselves where uh, they said that people could, uh, could get refunds and then they didn't give people refunds. <laughs> I saw something about that on, on Twitter. So I don't know if that's 100% true. I just know that I saw a few people complaining about it. I don't know. My, my, my um, information on that is by a guy who will swear by that company to death. And they've been waiting for it for so long. And it came out. And yes, it is mm-hmm. glitchy. And there's a few problems. But the gameplay is still solid. And then I hear another person saying, like, it's basically just a reskin GTA. I'm like, I, I, you reskin know GTA, but worse. Yeah. Okay. I'm sticking out of that discussion i think that's not that's beyond me i'm just interested in what people are saying no i mean i've seen like i've seen comparisons to gta 5 and cyberpunk and the the amount of detail in gta 5 that isn't in cyberpunk is 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 (laughs) pathetic 
Ooh. Um, another cho- topic change. I know I do this a lot, but it's just so I keep in contact with oh, your no, questions. It's fine. Yeah, I like it. Um, you love a good pizza. What's your perfect pizza? My perfect pizza? Mm. That varies depending on the mood I'm in. Because sometimes I'll just enjoy the basic plain margarita. Just yeah. cheese, tomato, that's it. Sometimes I like a, a meat feast, put some uh, chicken, bacon, ham on there. And then uh, sometimes I like it with um, mushrooms, sweet corn. Sweet corn pizza is underrated. Yeah, sweet corn pizza is vastly underrated. Oh, it's so good. People are like, why would you do that? I'm like, trust me, it's fantastic. I'm not going to get into pineapple on pizza because that's just a completely different topic in and of itself. Funny you should say that. Joe, for £376. <laughs> oh, here we go. The next 100 pizzas you eat have a burnt base and always come with pineapple and broccoli. No. No. <laughs> no. I had a, like, I had a, a um, recently, like, like a month ago, I had a time when I had, like, four pizzas in a room, like, within a month of each other, and they were all just so bad. What was burnt, you mean? Like, they tasted plasticky, um, it came cold, and that sort of stuff. So if I had to have my next 100 pizzas be burnt, as well as have a topping that I fucking despise on pizza... No, I just can't. Like that would just put me in, like, into a an extremely deep depression that I don't think I'll be able to come back from. How about it's not burnt, but it does come with a pineapple? Again, like I, I don't know because again, when I was younger, my mum uh, made a pizza um, with pineapple, but she fastly undercooked it, so I got sick because of it. How do you get sick from undercooked pizza? Oh, like you know, uh, undercooked dough. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that might that might do it. Can, can be can be pretty bad. As well as just the taste of pineapple pizza, just not me- meshing well with my taste buds at all. There's a thing we have in Sweden. Uh, it's a banana curry pizza. What? Yeah, you should come over. I, I I've been to Sweden, but I've not seen that. <laughs> I've had it. I've had it. I like it. <laughs> I will. I will say that the bagels in Sweden are fucking amazing. Oh yeah. Oh man! Like there was a uh, one like coffee shop place that I, that I went to that had like such a good fucking bagel. I don't remember what was in it, but that was like that was my highlight. Just, just that place alone. I can't say I've ever had a bagel in Sweden. I have to check that out. Okay, how about five hundred pounds for a hundred pizzas, pineapple and broccoli. It's five pound of pizza, basically. I'm paying you. Five pound of pizza? But do I have to pay for those pizzas or what would they come when I want a pizza? You get you get them for free. Get them for free. Um I'm pretty sure that, that whenever like I'm pretty sure at some point I'll just get used to the taste, so sure, I'll go for that. Oh, I'm not gonna even haggle you down any further, because I understand your frustration. I won't enjoy it for the, for the first like twenty or so pizzas, but at some point I'm about like, fuck it, it's food. I don't care anymore. Just give me nice nutrients, even though pizza's not really that good. There's a world of difference between Swedish pizza and American man. Like uh, Swedish is so they don't even cut it for you here in Sweden. It's just completely as is, thin, mm-hmm. very small crust. They hate crust. And then like when I was in New Orleans, so doughy. 
Oh it's yeah, like, it's like there's a reason why these people are overweight, you know, compared to the Swedish mm-hmm. pizza. You know, if you just I take also it- went to yeah, I also went to America once. I went to Orlando, Florida. Oh man, and I. My mum was driving um, down, like, yeah, down a street, and the amount of fucking fast food places I saw on that street alone was, was like, if you put those fucking fast food restaurants in a county in, Eng- in England, like, say, Surrey, you still wouldn't be able to fit that many. <laughs> yeah, they love to eat out. <laughs> they love to eat out, and they love to just eat shit. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I don't mind my occasional bit of fast food, but I did have Burger King recently, and that made me throw up. Huh. I haven't had fast food, and I mean, I tend to go to like a Chinese restaurant or you know, like a Thai restaurant. Oh yeah, no Vietnamese. fucking Chinese. Chinese takeout was so good. Yeah, Chinese food in Sweden, I can't really say so much about. I haven't tried much, but Thai and Vietnamese is really good here. I've tried Thai uh, once, and that was that was really nice. I've not tried Vietnamese, but to be honest, Chinese is fucking ping. It's amazing. Well, no, English Chinese food is what you've tried. I don't know how authentic your Chinese food is. In sorry, well, I, ha- I have gone to like. Chinese restaurants run by actual Chinese people. Doesn't always mean anything, you know. I I understand that, but that's as authentic as it's going to get for me at this point in time. True. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you're going to go to Wuhan and have the bat special, is it? Yeah, exactly. Could I please have one dish of Corona? I'll take a pangolin, deep fried. Yes. Uh, could I please have a, uh, a side of horse as well? That's Findus. That was us. <laughs> if you remember that. There was also um, here as well, where I believe it was Asta or Tesco who who put horse meat instead of like something else in in, in their mince meat. It was Findus that was kind of worldwide known about it, though. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a lot of Findus fast food in Cornwall. Yeah, to me, time. I don't really care what kind of meat it is. In the end, meat is meat. You know what? It's it, it's interesting talking to like I'm vegan, and I know a lot of vegans, and they're always saying mm-hmm. like, why why do people care so much? It's meat. Meat is meat. Exactly. It's like. You know, why are you so like, oh, I couldn't bear to eat a horse? It's like, well, it's me. Yeah. You can bear to eat a cow, you eat a horse. Like, hmm. it's your fucking... What's the fucking difference between them? It's many of the lies, I think. I understand if you feel like oh, you've been lied to. Like, I, I, I paid for this product. It should be this product. It shouldn't be horse. Yeah, yeah. Like, I paid for cow and, and, and it's horse instead. Yeah, like, I can sort of understand that. But in the end, it's still meat. You paid for me knowing that it's meat. Sure, you paid for a specific kind of meat, and it was a different meat, but in the end, it's still meat. Exactly. Another topic change, man. So one thing that yes. surprised me with you was your incredible vocal range, and you can do high mm. and low. Um, so anyone listening, I don't know if you've recognized his voice by now, but he is the introduction guy. Give us an example of, of your voice, so that people can hear it. From your exact location, we proudly present to you your host for tonight, it's Ainsley. Fantastic. I love it. Mm. Um, the question, though, for £752 is that voice is the only voice you have for the next year. I mean, this is my speaking voice. Yeah, I didn't know that until I wrote this question. <laughs> um, you, this is all you can do now. Um, it would be really annoying because I've got a whole bunch of like roles and stuff that are, that that are in different variations of of different voices I can do, so I'd have to like instantly cancel those. Yes, but I mean, sure. Would you do it for six hundred pounds? 
Yeah, yeah 600 boy. No, no, no less. No less. Okay. Okay. I wasn't expecting you to have this voice. I, I really thought you put this voice on. I was surprised that this is how you sound. What, what, what were you thinking of? Just this or something? A bit more higher? Yeah, a little bit higher. A little bit higher. Like that. A little bit like that. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, really sort of burst a bubble, but... Um... It's so strange. <laughs> it's like so many decibels le- like lower than I expected it to be. Mm. So the next four questions tend to be a, a higher price point. So what I've been doing with people is cutting to commercial break and then coming back. So it's been so much fun so far. I feel like I'm knocking this uh, Joe down quite a lot. Um, We now have four more questions to go. So we'll be right back after these commercial breaks. You remember that sound? Yeah, you do. The 1990s. It was fun. Lots of fun music, good times. Book ended by pop bands. And right in the middle, we got a little grungy. So many artists came and went and left us wondering, what are they doing now? We know what Marky Mark ended up doing, but what about the rest of the funky bunch? Alanis Morissette had a pop career before she made it big with Jagged Little Pill. The KLF, an EDM band from England, got Tammy Wynette to sing on one of their tunes. All kinds of crazy stuff happened, and we're going to talk to you about it with interviews with some of the biggest stars of the 90s on Dope Nostalgia, the podcast. I'm Naomi Carmack, and I'm your host. Check us out on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts. And look us up on the internet at dopenostalgia.com. And we're back. Uh, Joe, have you had fun so far? Uh, No, I've been having some... uh... Uh, I've been having a good time just talking. I'm not. I'm really. I'm really not a fucking interesting person. That's okay. <laughs> although, although I do focus acting. I do pro wrestling. Yeah. I used to do football. Used to do judo. I have a question that I think people are really wanting to know, though. Um, well, this is going to be interesting. Yes. Do you appreciate a good saxophone solo? I do like me a saxophone solo. You do. You like the one in Careless Whisper. The most famous saxophone solo of all time. Yep. Yes. 18,800 pounds. You ready, Joe? Go for it. Every time you're romantic with somebody, Careless Whisper by George Michael plays in your head on repeat. Man. When I think about this question, just, I feel so unsure. Um... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking about it now yeah it's just i just woke up to a gun like hey baby it's very nice to have flesh and be a human isn't it and that one over it's just <laughs> you don't know better than a cheer friend the wasted chance I've and been given. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I feel like it would have its charm, but then, like, say after like the fifth time with the same girl, she would just start to get I like she would either get used to it or like <laughs> dump me because of it. How about this in your head? It's just in my head. Then yeah, per- fucking perfectly fine. Because, because I feel like having that, that sort of music would just make me, like, would put me more in the mindset of trying to woo this woman. You can't back out then, can you? 
you know, it's no, tough. Exactly. You, like, as soon as that mu- music comes, I'm like, shit, okay. <laughs> <Gotta go." laughs> Even in unexpected circumstances, when they just start to play, it'd be hilarious. Oh yeah, exactly. It's just like I'm, I'm just fucking pouring a pint, like some, like some fluid conversation just in my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you do that, would you do it for fifteen thousand? Fifteen thousand, yeah, sure, go for it. Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. Uh, Fourteen and a half. Fourteen and a quarter. Sure. Nice. It's going to be a hell of a life you live. <laughs> well, to be honest, I, I, I wouldn't mind it. I could certainly use, use the uh, boost that my music <laughs> could, could possibly give me. Yeah, it can only help. I, well, I, I guess you. Mm-hmm. And it's the fact that I really like that song as well. Yeah, and I'm not really a person who gets sick of music. You're not? So you don't have like a least favorite band or group? No, not really. Like, huh. I fucking like... You, there are styles of music that I despise and I won't listen to. But in terms of like just music in general, I I, I could listen to the same track like 20 times in a row and, and be like, let's do it again. <laughs> yeah, the same song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same song, same song. Yeah, okay. Um, like for me recently, I've been listening to a lot of fucking Radiohead. I've listened to Blur and Oasis continuously. Yeah, good, good bands, good bands. I did an episode on a nostalgic podcast, which is a 90s-based podcast, and they interview people about certain bands, and I did uh, an episode on the beef between Blur and Oasis. The um, the first like song I ever learned to play on, on guitar was, was Wonderwall, but then again, I think... Of course it was. I think everyone learns Wonderwall first. No, they learn um, White Stripes first. White Stripes? Um, what's it called? Seven Nation Army. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna fight them all. Seven Nation Army wouldn't hold me back. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. It, so it's either one of three things that people learn first. It, it's either Wonderwall, Seven Nation Army, or Smoke on the Water, I think it is. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. He sounded so much like Herbert the Pervert from Family Guy when he went, I'm going to fight them all. Uh, why don't you come over here, sonny boy? Exactly like that. Mm-hmm. That was a bit yeah. too intimate because I have headphones in. That was right <laughs> in my ear. Why don't you just uh, come to my house and uh, come to my basement? We'll have lots of fun down there. Oh, God, I feel grossed out. <laughs> okay. Um, this question originally had one band in, and I was expecting you to say there was a band you didn't like. So I'm just going to keep with that band in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, £37,595, Joe. Jesus Christ. You can only speak and smash mouth lyrics for the rest of your life. Well, hey, no. <laughs> um, no. They have a lot of songs. That's a lot of lyrics. I know. I know they have a lot of songs, but it's the fact that can like can I like um, like make some match to the lyrics, or do I have to speak the lyrics as they are? You can't. I mean, line for line. So if someone like um, so if someone um tells me uh, a yes or no question, do I have to go? Well, yep. What a concept. Like, do I have, do I have to say it like that? <laughs> yeah, I said yep. What a concept. Like, do I do I have to say it like that, or can, or can I just go yep? 
No, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, you can do that. For me, it's like if someone's like, so Joe, what's your opinion on global warming? Well, it's a cold place and it only gets colder. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can you can pick and choose your line, but you, you can say it's a cold place. Because it's just, if I want to get in voice acting, I have to say a certain <laughs> line. And if I'm limited to what I can say, that's, that's already like, like my potential career down the fucking toilet. It's true, but all the glitters is gold. Yeah, I, I and you know, um, only only superstars um, break the mold. <laughs> I can see that on your tombstone. Oh and God. I said, "Hey, I'm a believer." How about we do it for 15 years of your life? No, because by then, like everything is just ruined. Okay, how about from your 35th birthday until you die? Again. No, <laughs> because I'm just thinking about the future. Like, if I want to be voice actor, which I do want to be, um, that's like work until I'm like maybe 50, 60 or something like that, possibly even like longer doing things. Like, you know, like there's a very famous um, voice actors like Matthew Mercer, uh, Troy Baker, um, Tara Strong. Tim Kenny. And everything like that. Like, and they do so many things in a single year. Like, if I had to instantly stop because because of me being 35, when that's the age they are right about now, like, they're in their prime right now. Like, if it came into effect at 35, like, I could potentially be at my prime as well, and then everything just just, just goes away. My, my income, gone. How about alternating months the rest of your life? Again, it's just, it's just a bit too much. The next ten, the next ten years, alternating months of your life, can I speak in Smash Mouth? Forty thousand pounds. Hmm. I'm just going to have to decline. I can't. I can't risk the potential thought of losing out on so much just because I have to speak in Smash Mouth. Because if I, you know, I'm just saying. If I did accept that, I wouldn't be the sharpest tool in the shed. Oh, dear. All right, I'll change the question for you. That's totally unacceptable. Okay, £37,595. For the next two weeks, you can only drink water from canned corn. Yeah, I can do that. That's fine. Mm. So no alcohol. I don't drink alcohol anyway. Whatever liquid you drink. Okay, for a month then. For a month, easy peasy. 20,000. It's 10,000 a week. 28. 24. 27. 25 and a half. 26. 666. Deal. Why did you do that? Why did I do that? Yeah. Because it's fun. True. Um, the, the, the thing is, is when it comes to canned corn, I like corn. <laughs> and all, if all I have to do is just fucking drink the water that's in corn, easy peasy. I drink the corn water and then I eat the corn. I, I really just envisioned you doing a Jerry Seinfeld pause. Like, what's the deal with canned corn, you know? I mean, like, what's the deal with canned corn? I mean, it's corn in a can. <laughs> £75,190. Okay. Very specific. 
I was originally running with a theme of your voice, but I realized how important your voice is to you. So I'm going to have to just, mm -hmm. just switch it over to something a bit more comical. So, 75,190 pounds. Whenever you walk in public, someone follows behind you with a trumpet playing the classic fat person walking. Yes. How long for this? Mm. Say 20 years. 20 years, Jesus Christ. Do they stop once they like, sit down or something, or do they carry on playing? When you leave your house. No, not even when you leave your house, because sometimes you leave your house. Um, yeah, when you're moving. No, like, like, yeah, like, like, yeah, like, yeah, when I'm moving. <laughs> so once I sit down, they stop. Yeah. Once I stop walking, they stop. That sort of thing. Yeah. You got to make yourself a cup of tea. You know, bow, bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> Next 20 years of my life, Jesus Christ. Again, like, this is going to bring attention to me that I don't want and I don't like that sort of thing. Like, could you just, just imagine like the amount of fucking car crushes that that are going to, to happen? Because people are like, what the fuck's happening outside there? Jesus Christ! Bang! I like that people think you probably hired them as well. You know, <laughs> it was your personal choice to have done that. Yes, um, I I paid good money for this to happen. Um, twenty years, you said. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. I could... I could isolate myself for 20 years, yeah, sure, why not? 70,000. 70,000. 70... Flat 75. Okay. Okay. Because, I, because th that's a lot of fucking money. And I could use that to like pay rent and stuff, so I can like get my voice and career online. <laughs> I don't know if this trumpet man's paying rent, though. That's, that's a problem. I don't know. I haven't made my mind up. <laughs> I just stand there when I sleep, just waiting. <laughs> he never sleeps. I don't even need to feed him. Like, he feeds off playing the, the fucking trumpet. <laughs> mm, he feeds on your attention. Ooh, we're on your final question, Joe. But I want to stay for longer. Yeah, I know. I've... Consider doing like a 20 question one of these. I don't know. Um, but the last question, I tend to use your biggest fear against you. And what did you write as your biggest fear? Do you remember? Heights. I hate heights. Yes, you do. 187,980 pounds, Joe. Mm -hmm. You star in a classic Hollywood action movie where in one scene you must skydive without a parachute and catch another skydiver. Fucking hell. The classic scene, you know? I've really got to think about this, actually. Yep. Take your time. Because I understand when it comes to skydiving and everything like that, like, um, you really, like, when the anticipation happens, like, that's when people are the most scared, but, but once you jump out, like, it's complete euphoria, with what I've heard anyway. Mm -hmm. But I fucking hate heights. Yes. But are you scared of falling or heights? I'm scared of heights. Okay. Like, I've been on roller coasters and everything like that. So, like, if I'm secure in, in something, like, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. I've had times when um, when I was doing this thing when I was a kid. It was, like, called PGO. And everyone used to call... Uh, everyone, all the kids used to call it that parents get lost. Okay. 
where it, it was like a whole bunch of different um, like activities you can do, and one of them was like this massive fucking um, wooden pole that had like climbing things on the side, right? And there, there was a button at the top, and this thing was like maybe eighty foot tall, not that tall. They were, it was fucking tall though. Okay. And I got up to where like the ladder stops, which is like maybe ten foot, and I was like, I don't do it anymore. <laughs> Did you get bullied? No. Okay, why not? Why not? <laughs> I'm because so we, were, we were kids. And? Kids are the worst. I know kids are the worst. But it's the fact that I, I think back then I had, I, I lashed out a lot in terms of like, if someone called me something, I would slap them. Okay. <sighs> so the main issue is actually getting up to that height. Yeah, that exactly. you're telling me. Okay. Like getting on that plane and then having to, to jump out and having to do all the practice of jumping out, grabbing onto someone and making sure that, that, that when they do their parachute, I cling on. Yes. You're trained. I say like you've been training with us for a while. It's not a problem. If you put it up to 250,000. I don't like the sound of that number. Sounds better in dollars. <laughs> Quarter of a million pounds? That's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You just didn't give me mm-hmm. any, any numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you do it with a parachute for 195,000? Sure, I can work with that. 190,000? No, fuck off. No one ever lets him backtrack. It's always, they're like, no, you just said that. You fucking stand by your words. Because, like, the biggest thing for me is, is overcoming it because I'm someone who does hesitate a lot. Like, especially, like, let's, let, let, let's go back to my time to doing training in pro wrestling. Yeah. One of, the, one of the biggest things that I couldn't do was going from in the ring, um, jumping, like, running to the turnbuckle, mm-hmm. um, lifting myself up, and then throwing myself not on the apron of the uh, of the ring, but but on the floor. That was your problem. That was one of my biggest problems. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. Like I would, like I happily like threw myself over the fucking top rope and fucking um, did all that sort of stuff. But for some reason, when it comes to to being thrown over over the top rope, you can at least put your hand on like on the. Um, um, on the, you know, on the um, outside of the ring. Okay. So you can like position yourself a lot easier to make the fall, you know, know when it was bad. But when it comes to that little like like jump, there's no way you can stop yourself. Like you have to go for it. I mean, I, it's beyond me. I've never. I just assume it looked easy because you're watching the fucking pros doing it. But oh, you know, some things are easy. Some things are fucking like Jesus Christ. How do they do this? Yeah. But you know, like heights have always been a fucking problem for me. If there's a way for me to, to do it so I can sort of like stop myself halfway through, then yeah, sure, I'll do it. But if there's no way to stop myself from, from going from like um, 15 foot to, to, to zero foot, then oof. I didn't know that I was scared of snakes until this summer. Oh, I love snakes. Because I've never, in- never encountered one. I love snakes. I had uh, two like really heavy snakes be put on my shoulders once uh, in um, Grand Canaria, let's say. Okay. Lovely, lovely creature snakes are. Yeah, it's just when they're hissing at you. I just don't 
Yeah, I mean, I've I've held a snake before, but I was told it wasn't poisonous. But when you're walking a dog and then you walk in front of what could be a potentially poisonous snake, oh yeah, you, you, uh, you don't like them that much then. I mean, uh, at that point, is it more fear for the snake or, or more fearing that it could be deadly? I've never investigated that fear before. I think it. I think it's the snake because it's it is like it is a representation of of fear. I don't know. Yeah, I understand that, but it's like. It's a sort of like fight or flight um, response, where it's like you don't know if this creature is is venomous, you don't know how deadly this creature is, and because of what you don't understand, that's what causes the fear. Like you know, I I've seen snakes out in the open in England, but I but I know those ones aren't venomous at all, and if they bite me, sure it, it it'll hurt, but it won't cause any sort of um any sort of like emergency, like I need to go to go to the hospital now. It's just, oh fuck, I'm bleeding now. That's a bit annoying. Oh well. That's inconvenient. Yeah, it's inconvenient. So whenever I, I, I see a snake out in the world, I'm like, oh, okay, it's a snake. I need that mentality. We have uh, adders. I don't know if there's adders that you have in the UK. Uh, I don't know. I just know for a fact that I have, uh, we have like cross snakes and everything. Okay. So I've, I've calculated your total for the day. Are you ready to hear it? Let's see. I'll do it in pounds and then I'll do it in dollars so that we can actually put you on a leaderboard here. Scoreboard. So, Joe, after the long, gruesome day of so many things, jumping out of helicopters, uh, drinking from toilet bowls. No, you didn't even do that. You've done a lot. (laughs) I can't even keep track of how many things you've done. (laughs) I I, I can just fucking imagine just out of like the sheer fear of doing the jump and like I'm just gonna go get a drink and I like put my <laughs> head first in the toilet like, <laughs> and I like the idea there's a man with a trumpet following you up into the <laughs> <laughs> wait does that mean the fucking trumpet man has to fucking take the skydive <laughs> he's the guy the parachute you jump onto <laughs> I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that just for that one time he does a James Bond theme tune for you on the trumpet <laughs> All of that, Joe, that is £312,315.19. Pence. Did I say that right? Pence, yeah, sure. No, £312,315.19. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is 427,365.86 dollars. I don't know if that means much to you. How do you think that does that sound big or not? I mean, it does sound pretty fucking big in terms of I, I've I've not seen that much money, and I would like that money. <laughs> yeah, just to just to uh, deflate the ego is actually um, this is um, not an actual factual podcast. We don't give you money. Oh yeah, I know that. Yeah, you silly Billy. I'm just making sure. Mm-hmm. Where's my fucking money? I'm not. I'm not expecting you to be like, well, now that you've answered these questions, um, we're going to be hiring that that trumpet man. We're going to be uh, making it so that you have to fucking jump out of that thing, the plane now. Yeah, that's not happening. I can't afford these things. Yeah, so I, I'm not expecting the money. I'm just saying I'd appreciate it. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, I'm excited for season two, whenever that may be next year, if there's a season two. Mm. It'd be fun to have you back and asking more ridiculous questions. Maybe the same things again. Maybe you've changed. Maybe you're quite fond of trumpet, man. Maybe you hate trumpets in this time. <laughs> I hate instruments. I don't like wind instruments. They're too windy. Anyway, Joe, um, that's been the show. Thanks for coming on. Um, it's nice being on. Yes, it was fun. Do you have anything to sell? 
You want to tell the people who you are? Well, other than my voice, not really. So this man is a professional voice actor. Um, well, not a... professional. I, I hope to be. I'm, a, I'm an aspiring voice actor at this point in time. Aspiring voice actor. As, um... of, as of this recording, who <laughs> knows what I'll be in like a month or two months' time. Good. Um, I will post links and shit underneath all social medias that are required for your bookings and stuff. So if you have a project and you want a voice man, this man has a voice. It's a pretty good one. You've heard him on the introduction of this podcast and you've heard him throughout this episode. So if you haven't tuned in, like, oh, what is that foul noise? By now, he probably... Hey, what is, what is this weird noise of, uh, that I'm hearing? It appears to be a person with a with a fairly baritone-esque voice. So disgusting. Yeah, that's it. That's been the podcast. Thanks for coming. Um, people listening, I've been Andy Beckley May. I will see you next time. And Joe, thanks for coming on. See you around. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.